After pulling off the largest acquisition in the video game industry's history, Xbox is going to have to do some shifting around, but mostly positive so far. We'll talk about who of the Xbox's elite are moving where. And as we're heading into the end of the year, it's time to talk game of the year. Who will be nominated and who will win that coveted prize? We're gonna talk about all this right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another action-packed episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest news in the video game industry. You can find us on YouTube, Fruit Lab, podcast services, everywhere. My name is E-Rock the Red. I am joined every single week by this gentleman right here. Full clip. What's the haps? Yo, what's going on? Yeah, getting into fall. Getting into that fall weather, little mm-hmm. rainy evenings, a little too chilly to be yeah. outside. Great time to be playing video games. And man, do they hit us with a lot of releases like last week. Shit. Yeah, this week, uh, it's chill. We're yeah. just, uh, you know, we're just, uh, we, it's it's a much more workable uh, a week. But some some big games came out. Um, you been playing anything fun? Doing anything exciting? You just out there drinking your PSLs and walking through the leaves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Uh, I got into a game that fits my niche perfectly, Farmer's Life. This, uh, I guess it's been in early access for a little bit or, or something like that. They didn't have a full release, but I think it just came out on the 24th of this past week. And it's a farm simulator, but they vow to be the grungiest farm simulator. They say it's so realistic, you're going to stink like pig shit, basically. Yeah. I watched your, um, you, you put, what maybe was like a half hour's worth of gameplay up? It, well, it, I played for about an hour and a half, but narrowed it down to that. Yeah. And it was like, dude, I was enthralled. It's the most exciting farm simulator I've ever seen. Yeah. You never like know what's going to happen next. Is it like Polish or something? Like it's yeah. foreign, right? Okay. Yeah. So I, I believe so because the developers are Polish. I assume it's based in Poland, but doesn't yeah. really say. But yeah, they're just drinking and fighting. And yeah. like, it's, it's insane. It's, it's 1955. You're kind of in this war-torn area. The way I understand it, you might walk into the woods on a hunting trip and step on a landmine. <laughs> That's insane. It's a really good, like, I, I would watch, most farming games, right, you're playing and see, like, you didn't even do any farming in this video. Didn't even get to, no. <laughs> yeah. Hour and a half of tutorial learning the ropes, and I didn't even yeah. do any farming. Just an hour of you getting drunk, um, and then you started playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that game looks fantastic. Um, and it, yeah, it looks right up your alley, dude. Perfectly, uh, you know, all these simulator games, oh, yeah. ones where you could drink and fight. On top of that, <laughs> perfect. Um, I've been playing one thing, one thing only: Spider-Man Two. Nice. It's it's amazing. It's such a good game. Um, it's just, I, you know, Spider-Man the first one. I was such a huge fan of just that style of game. You go through it. It's like, do you want to advance the story more? Do you want to just you know, fly around, swing around the city doing like side missions and stuff. Like you can do whatever you want in this game. And the traversal is amazing. The graphics are amazing. Just everything about it. The suits just, it's probably the best looking game I've ever seen. It's, I mean, like the, um, 
the people's faces. You know, you know how you could tell a good game is by like person's faces and the way they're animated, and like it is very very impressive how the uh, it's all animated and everything. So yeah, I I highly recommend that. We're gonna talk about it more when we talk about our our game of the year nominations. But one other thing that I jumped in a little bit last night, I want to talk about real quick. Um, and we'll talk about it more again later too. The finals beta. I did. I played a little of that. Did you see this game? I saw the preview for it. Yeah. So it's like a three v three v three, um, game where like you're trying to get the most like money and you're trying to like steal from other people and like bank all this money. Uh, and I just played by myself. Got paired up with some strangers and um, the mechanics are there. Like it's definitely a good game. Granted, you know, it's beta. It's an open beta right now. It's going until November 6th. So, you you know, you can jump in it. Um, but it's a first person shooter and it's just really stylish and stuff like that. But it's, um, yeah, mechanically it's good. I'm trying to figure out the gameplay of like getting the money and when to bank it, when to collect it and that sort of thing. Um, and then like, it's, it's a little buggy. It's tough to, you know, um, there were times where like I had a full party and then like some people would crash or I was hoping they would, maybe they just saw me and they're like, I'm out of here. Um, (laughs) but like going into a game, it would drop and stuff like that. So it was tough to find some games where there was three V three V three, you know, there was always like a person missing here and there, but man, it's definitely got, I'm excited to see what it turns into because I think it could shake things up from the current, norm of battle royales and um you know team-based objective shooters and stuff like that i think we're due for something like that i mean it it looks a little bit like you know you've got objective modes like uh overwatch but you've got a call of duty sized map but the gameplay is like those intense moments where you've got like three squads colliding in apex exactly it it just looks like a lot of things mixed together that work for something exciting yeah yeah absolutely yeah when when it does all come together and like you can yeah third party like a fight or something and take them both out you know um it 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 definitely had its its moments and it's kind of it's a little like it doesn't take itself very seriously too like one character has like a giant goo gun that shoots like a ball of goo out and like just like stuff like that it's not like you know call of duty or anything like that but uh yeah it's fun i think there's definitely potential there all right um we gotta move this thing along should we get into our new releases Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about our new releases from last week. All right. First up, City Skylines 2 came out on PC on October 24th, uh, set to come out sometime in uh, the second quarter of 2024 for PlayStation 5 and Xbox uh, Series S and X. This is your, you know, it's more of that city's skylines that sim city style um building game i still refer to them back as sim city is that is that aged out do people know that reference i hope so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean that's um, definitely the best comparison right i mean that's the the game i don't know if city skylines has taken over as the uh the leader in the simulation uh city builder game but this one it's got like looking at this game it gives me lots of anxiety because like you control every one person controls every part of the city. It's too much power, too much power, it's too for much one responsibility. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you got to worry about like your sewage going into the water, the water going yeah. downstream and infecting traffic. People. Yeah, it's wild. Like, it's crazy. Um, but I know that people that love these games 
you know, especially the City Skyline series, really uh, enjoy all that. And it's it's fun kind of seeing people play it um, and do it. I'm hearing there's a lot of a lot of problems with this one, though. a lot of technical issues, bugginess and that sort of thing. They're slowly trying to get it all worked out, but um, it's getting pretty panned as far as the, the reviews go. Um, so hopefully they can get it straightened out because cities, the first city skylines was like a, a magnificent achievement in the simulation, you know, game. So we'll see people need, they, they're, you know, we don't want their sewage getting backed up. <laughs> their toilets getting broken. All right. Next up, ghost runner two came out on PS five, Xbox X S PC. This came out on October 26th. This is uh more, it's a sequel to Ghost Runner. It's a, you know, your classic first person uh, cyber ninja parkour game, you know? Yeah. Um, this one has got new skills, new enemies, new environments to traverse. Um, did you ever play Ghost Runner? I did not. It's fun, dude. It's hard. I well, Maybe just for me. Um, do you ever play Mirror's Edge? No. Okay. No, I haven't played much in this genre. I was going to ask you what this is called. It, I guess it would be called like a 3D platformer. Or that's what it looks like. Yeah, they've been calling it an FPP, which my assumption is first person parkour. Oh. Um, but I could be wrong. <laughs> but I've first seen person that, platformer. Yeah, or that. Yes, yeah, also true. But so this one, yeah, it's um, that's probably that probably makes more sense. But um, it's they're fun. Like you run through and it's like like seamlessly. You just go through and like you got. It's more like a choreography you gotta like like a rhythm based kind of thing exactly yeah where you can see an an enemy up there and you jump over here and attack them and then slide into this one and do that and that's where it's like it's it's fun and it gets frustrating but what's nice about this is that it reloads like immediate it's like one of those quick games so it's always that okay one more try one more try one more try so um yeah that one uh it's at an 80 on metacritic so you know very good and then next up, Alan Wake 2 came out on October 27th on PS5, Xbox X, S, and PC. I mean, this is another game of the year contender um, it's from Remedy. They're saying it's Remedy's best game, which is crazy to me because they've put out some amazing games. And I love Control. Control is like one of my favorite. It's probably my top 15 as far as games go. So, um, But this one's more of a survival horror game. So Alan Wake, the first one, which I never played. I downloaded it, and I still have not gotten around to it. But anyways, um, that one was more of like a, um, I don't know, like a explore exploration game where you're exploring this city and stuff like that. And it was scary and stuff like that. But this one is more of a survival horror where you're trapped in like this, this uh, area, and you're trying to just escape the monsters and get through it. So. Yeah. Man, I wasn't really interested in the first one, but after seeing a preview of a little bit of the gameplay of this and finding yeah. one of the monsters, Dude. this blew me away with what the game actually is like, and now I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the first one is available. I think it's on Game Pass and on PlayStation Plus, so it's out there um, to play for cheap or for free. Um, but yeah, this one, another cool thing about it, it's got two playable protagonists at the same time. You play as Alan Wake or this other character, Saga, something or other, like an FBI agent. So um, it's pretty cool. Like the whole thing, and it looks fantastic. Um, like you said, like just, uh, I think it's Unreal Engine 5, I believe, which we're seeing a lot lately, these games coming out, and they're like 
just blowing me away with what they're yeah. what they're able to do. So very cool. This one um, right now it's at an 89 on Metacritic. Possibly, you know, one of the best horror games uh, ever, you know, outside of the Resident Evil franchise. So, yeah, that one, uh, I'm excited to get in there. But I do feel like I will be worse off if I don't play the first one or at least know the story for the first one, you know, because it is a continuation. So, a lot of games to play, dude. Too many games to play. That's the problem. That is the problem. All right. That's it for our new releases. Let's talk about our news of the week. All right. It is my favorite time of year. We're heading into we're heading in November right now, into the end of the year. Everybody's doing it. Game of the year conversations. So we gotta jump, we gotta jump in there too. So what I want to come away with today. Let's see if we can figure out our collective, our Gaming News Weekly nominations, five nominations for Game of the Year, and then what you think um, should be the winner, what I think should be the winner, and then you know we'll see how we we'll see how we do come come awards season. Um, so let's start with my f- personal front runner, Baldur's Gate Three. That's to me, it's up near the top. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's just done, it's just done so, it's so different from anything that that's out there right now, yeah. and it does it so well. Yeah, it just came out of left field. Nobody really expected this. I mean, it, it's been out there in some form for a while, but not, not complete, and it didn't right. get the kind of attention that it now has as a full release, and man, like, this is the one game out of the... All of the games we're probably going to talk about today that I actually picked up and it lived up to the hype. Yeah. And there's penises. That's always right? a plus. Right. I mean, you, you got to give it a couple extra points for full frontal nudity. Mm-hmm. All right. What's another one that you think uh, should be on our list here? I know what everybody's going to say, and that's Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. That's the other one. I think those are the two. Those are the two going head to head for that for that top spot, in my opinion. Um yeah, Tears of the Kingdom, before, like, and I said it when it came out, like, just based on everything I read about it, when that game came out, I was like, that's it, lock it in, game of the year, because there was so much praise, um, and just how well it it did it, you know? Now, granted, this is, I think it maybe does lose a few points for being, uh, not for being a sequel, but for being just kind of more of that, you know, like, I don't want to say like, just because it's a sequel, it can't win game of the year. But like, I do think it doesn't have that originality as some of the other nominees, you know? Yeah, I think it also loses a couple points on being only on the Switch and no other options for anybody to play it. Um, I know Baldur's Gate 3, on the other hand, is not on Xbox yet. They're patiently waiting over there but uh it'll come out eventually and i think a lot of people have picked it up on ps5 and uh pc yep absolutely um okay so my other my 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 runner-up personally my personal favorite spider-man 2 it's just it's just checking all the boxes doing everything it should do and without a doubt the best looking game that i've played this year um it's the story 
the gameplay, the, I mean, just everything. They like, there's no little thing in this game that wasn't like, that doesn't impress me. It's I, I'm, I expect I had high expectations for it and it's, it has met or exceeded those expectations. So it's right up there. Yeah. Does um, it score pretty highly on Metacritic and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I think was a 90 on Metacritic. So um, definitely part of the conversation. Um, what do you, what do you, you got any other ones? What do you think? Um, if I had to give one, I would throw Cyberpunk 2077 back into the ring now that it's got the Phantom Liberty expansion. Dude, I guess it probably doesn't out. count. No, you can't include that in there. Stop trying to make everybody play Cyberpunk. <laughs> so, all okay. day. Cyberpunk then, this, Cyberpunk that. I agree. Like, it's definitely, if it could be in the running now as opposed to when it came out, yeah. I feel like it's, I would, it would win it, you know? Okay, well, let's go with Dave the Diver uh, in Indie Classic. Oh, I like that. I like that pick. I think that one um, we will see on a, on. I think that one will probably win probably win Indie Game of the Year. I think it won yeah. it at one like the Golden Joystick Awards or something. Um, I like that Dave the Diver, fantastic game. That one I have to go back to. That one, um, Baldur's Gate through that one. I was playing Dave the Diver pretty religiously, and then. Uh, Baldur's Gate really uh, made me stop playing that. Um, one that I'm shocked that we haven't even brought up yet, Starfield. I mean, how oh, do you yeah. have a conversation Oops. without, you know, without talking about Starfield? Like, um, now I haven't played Starfield. I'm I'm nervous to, to play it. There's a lot happening, but, the, you know, it's a big game. So um, what do you think? What do you think about Starfield? Do you think it deserves to be up in there? Yeah, I haven't played it either, so I can't really give a an mm-hmm. honest uh, assessment of it. From what I hear, people who are playing it and and continue to play it past the first like five hours, they can get really into it. And there's a lot of cool shit that I really want to check out in there, like shipbuilding, um, being able to customize certain things. I like that. I'm sure it's really good, but I feel like when you play yet another Bethesda game, it does feel like more of the same, just because they never really change up some of those key mechanics. Right. Um, so yeah, I'm on the fence right there with you about even starting the game and I've just been kicking the can down the road because I know it's always there on game pass. Right. Exactly. And I do think that's a good point that you make about the fall, the, the Bethesda kind of feel of it. It just has that feel, you know? Um, what about Sp- uh, super Mario wonder? Now we talked about that last week and that one, Again, it's at 92 on Metacritic, dude. One of the highest scoring games this year. Do you think that could um, find a place in the in the nominations? I'm sure it could. I don't know about Game of the Year, though. Um, it's got the same problem as, as Tears of the Kingdom, where it's just Switch exclusive. And on top of that, it's not really groundbreaking. It's not really... I mean, if you look at Baldur's Gate 3 and... and, and Tears of the Kingdom, the two things those games have going for them is that you can play that game any way you want. You can break the game, and the game still continues. I mean, just building these contraptions in Zelda, in stacking crates and jumping to the end scene in Baldur's Gate 3. Um, you, you're not penalized for these things. The creativity is allowed to flow. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Mario Wonder, it's a change-up on the level system, but that's about it. That's the only thing that is really doing new versus old Mario games. True, true. But at its core, 
it's a Mario game, you know, and which they're they're amazing, you know. Like, how do you how do you talk about it without saying like it's it's a Mario game that's considered to be one of the best since you know Mario Odyssey even. So pretty crazy. Um, Another one that I thought initially was going to make more waves towards the end, um, Armored Core Six. When that came out, there was a lot of buzz. People were, you know, um, really excited about that game, but it fell off real fast. You know, you don't hear a lot of talk about that one. Do you think that one um, could make its way onto the list? For Game of the Year, I don't think so. I mean, maybe some, like, sound design and stuff that I hear is great in that game, but it's kind of like Diablo 4 and some other games where it's just, it's a little niche. That was my next Even though a lot of people bought it. It's niche. Diablo 4 was the same thing, man. Diablo 4, when it first came out, people were going crazy about it. It was, you know, the best thing ever. And then it kind of, like, they did some some nerfs, some buffs, and people got a little upset. And uh, we talked about the monetization behind it and all this stuff. So it kind of, like, people started going the other way on it, you know? Feeling, because uh, initially that would, I feel like that would have made it onto the list. But now I don't even know. Yeah. It's um, weird to say Diablo 4 doesn't deserve to be up there, but then Baldur's Gate 3 is one of our top runners, uh, just because they are a little similar in some ways. But you, you would expect Baldur's Gate 3, I don't know, they just they kind of broke through being yeah. niche. Yeah. Being like a, a real change up in gameplay style that not everybody's into. They still made a very, very popular game. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah, full frontal nudity. I mean, we'll go back to that, Baldur's Gate 3. Um, okay, some other ones from earlier this year. Uh, RE4 Remake, Resident Evil 4 Remake was considered, like, you know, to be, uh, when we're talking remakes, including Dead Space Remake. You know, Dead Space and RE4 Remake, do you think just because they're remakes, they don't deserve that spot? I'd rather see a different category for remakes. How about remake of the year, you know? Sure. I mean, we could abs- that's a great idea. We could absolutely do that. We'll remember that for our for the uh, Gaming News Weekly uh, Best of Remake of the Year. Um, yeah, I definitely could see, like, Resident Evil 4 Remake and Dead Space Remake definitely fitting into that best horror game of the year. Um, as a Or, like you said, best remake of the year. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like... Again, they both scored very, very well, um, got a lot of buzz, and were beloved by a lot of people. So um, another one that came out much earlier this year that we've seemed to have forgotten about, Hogwarts Legacy. Mm, yeah. That one, it's, it had a lot. I mean, I think it's still the highest selling game uh, for the PlayStation 5 this year. Um, do you think that, like, it's the lack of like the recency bias or how old it is. Do you think that maybe, you know, knocks it off the list or do you think it's, again, this is another one I haven't played. I'm just, you know, going what I heard. about. I mean, man, it was controversial from the start because JK Rowling's, yeah. uh, you know, controversial takes there. That could so I feel too. like, yeah, a lot of people who would have played that game and enjoyed it uh, just had to kind of boycott it. So I don't know. I, I think, it's it's definitely going to miss out because of that. If it yeah. weren't for those tweets or, or whatever it all came back to, I think it would be probably among the running for the game of the year. Um, another one from earlier this year that you know could sneak its way onto the list because of how much buzz it had. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. 
Remember this game? The it's dropped for the for Xbox came from um who was it from? Bethesda? Um dropped on a game pass. It was like that uh the um music based ad, uh uh adventure game. I don't see any recognition in your eyes. Kind of. Kinda. <laughs> like it sounds right. <laughs> that was another one is in like not an indie darling, but it was like, um, you know, it's not a known IP and it just really kind of came out of nowhere. Again, that was much earlier this year. I could see you forgotten it. Doesn't make the list. I crossed it off. Um, what else do I have on my list? Street Fighter 6. Again, another one that was uh, very loved. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's a, a fighting game, if it is, if it has done enough to deserve to be considered game of the year. Yeah, I mean, I saw more hype for it before it came out than I did after it came That's out. That's true. That's another one that I do think it, it. This is a problem with this year specifically. More more than I any year that I can remember is that there were so many games that came out. Like I don't ever remember having this feeling of like, holy shit, another like amazing game that I need to play came out like the same day or a week later, and I'm just like constantly forgetting about the last one. Well, another like Final Fantasy 16. Dude, I was in love with that game. I completely forgot about it and del- I had to delete it because I needed more room on my PlayStation. It's so like, I mean, that one again was another one that was considered to possibly be a game of the year candidate, you know? And it still could be. I don't know. I don't know. It's a beautiful game. Great story. Great music. It's got it all. But this is a crazy year. And then another one Sea of Stars. Small game, um, you know, probably will win best. Um, I don't know. I was going to say it will probably win best role playing game, but it, you know, Baldur's Gate three is out there. You know, yeah. so maybe one of the best of the indies, definitely yeah. up there with Cocoon and uh, one of the other ones we already mentioned, Dave the Diver. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, um, okay. So I think our list, our game of the year nominees right now, Baldur's Gate three, we're in agreement is going to be a nominee. Tears of the Kingdom, we're in agreement. Spider-Man 2, what do you think? You think that's uh, going to be up there? Oh, man, it's so new. It's so new, it's hard to say, because if, it if there's a lot of press over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to hate having counted it out. For right now, I'm going to count it out. Okay. Uh, Starfield. I just don't think it's living up to, to a Bethesda game and what it should be. But do you think it is going to be again a nomination? Knowing the gaming industry, yeah. Okay. And then, so, based on any of the other ones. So, let's see. So, we've got three to four right now. Let's pick one more. So, if we if we don't have Spider-Man 2, what's one more out of the list that you think is good enough that deserves a nomination? Armored Core 6. What are all the options we have left? Okay, right I'll go through them all. Super Super Mario Wonder, Alan Wake 2, um, Sea of Stars, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Hogwarts Legacy, Final Fantasy 16, Diablo 4, uh, Dead Space Remake, Street Fighter 6. Um, those are pretty much all the biggest games that came out. Out of that list, I have to say Hogwarts Legacy probably has the best chance of being included. That's unless they get snubbed, and that's a real possibility just because of the game itself. It is, dude. This is a crazy year, man. Like, I really, I don't know. It could go, like, and again, like, I was going to say Diablo 4. Like, how do you not have Diablo 4 on that list, too? So, um, 
Yeah, it's tough. What do you think wins? My hope would be Baldur's Gate 3. That's my pick, too. Baldur's Gate 3, I think it's not only is it um, one of the best games I've played this year, it's probably one of my favorite games that I've ever played. The amount of choice in that game, the amount of, like, um, just just everything. Just everything about it is amazing. All right, so there you have it. Our Gaming News Weekly Game of the Year predictions. Baldur's Gate 3 is going to win it all. Um, yeah, as we get closer to the end of the year, uh, I don't know what other big games are set to come out. You know, there's not a ton of uh, huge ones for, between now and, and the end of the year, but I'm sure we'll keep talking about it. Yeah, and the, uh, the only thing I have in mind is Call of Duty will drop uh, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're usually thrown in those categories like best sound design and stuff like that. But there's right. not a high chance that it's going to be a game of the year. No, especially when this one is really just, I mean, a, just an add on to the last one. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, maybe somewhere down the line, we'll, we'll do our own uh, uh, Gaming News Weekly Awards. But uh, all right, let's move on. We got a lot of other stuff to talk about, um, like the new uh, Xbox uh, partner preview. It's a new gaming showcase that they did um, where they just went through uh, a bunch of really games that we knew were, were coming out, um, but they just gave us a, a more of a, a look at them. A lot of tr- new trailers, a um, couple of new games too. So um, first one that they, um, first one we got to talk about Metal Gear Solid, Snake Eater, um, you know, whatever the thing with the triangle, whatever that is. Um, got a new trailer because we only had the teaser trailer before. Now this one, sh- basically this one, in my opinion, all it did was just say, Hey, look at unreal engine five. Like this is a alligator. This is, you know, but look how good it all looks. Um, there were a couple that I thought did that. It was just like unreal engine five. It's dope. Check it out. Um, so yeah, that one, uh, there's a couple Alan Wake trailers. We talked about those very well done trailers. Spooky as shit. Like a dragon, uh, infinite wealth got a trailer, but it was more about, um, what was the name of the Island? Don Doko Island, which is basically yeah. just animal crossing. Yeah. Um, this game, like this is the biggest WTF, uh, moment of this announcement absolutely so like within the like a dragon game will be this island thing where you could ride dolphins and um build a house and decorate things and catch animals it really was just like animal crossing but in the like a dragon engine yeah, it, it's such a weird contrast because it looks like the game is supposed to be so serious with this jacked Yakuza dude. Yeah. But then you're like doing vending machines and stuff and doing yeah. little gambling games. They've always had ridiculous mini games in these Yakuza um, games, the Lego Dragon games. Um, so this one is the most insane one that I've seen, though, this whole uh, Dundonko Island thing. But uh, it was fun. Uh, and then we got another look at. Uh, Arc Survival Ascended, again, another Unreal Engine 5 tech demo, basically, like, hey, like, check this out. Um, so this is a remake of Arc Survival Evolved, but it's just got, I mean, it's so gorgeous looking. Have you ever played Man, those I, I always games? wanted. To, 
I always wanted to because the idea of like base building on the back of a damn dinosaur. Right. Yes. I love it. Yeah, this one I think might be like if any of them, it's going to be this one that gets get me into it because it looks gorgeous. Uh, it's going to have cross cross platform modding, cross platform play and progression. So like, yeah, I think that's I think that's really cool. But um, yeah, everything looked so beautiful in that game. Um, Manor Lords, we got a trailer for that. Got a release date, April twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. It's going to be coming to Windows and PC Game Pass. Um, this one, you know, after we saw that, this is, oh, so it's like a medieval sim building game, but after we saw that one where it was like a medieval game, but it also had dinosaurs, this one doesn't look as cool. Yeah. This one does look cool on the front that the people look realistic. They don't look like they're going in there and they're just instantly going into a kill animation. It looks like there's confusion. Right. Fear behind these AI. Yeah. Uh, another new trailer for the RoboCop game, uh, Still Wakes the Deep. This is a crazy looking game. It's like a horrative, horrorative, a narrative horror game. I just made a you new just going a new phrase. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, from the Chinese room, the guys that did Dear Esther, um, and it's like on an oil rig in the seventies, and it looks so spooky. And it's got that claustrophobic yeah. feel. Um, it's a, it looks awesome. Uh, Dungeons of Hinterberg. We got a gameplay trailer, uh, for that. This one was strange. No, I had no idea what this was going into this. And then I saw it in the game looks, it's very stylish and the, the action looks interesting. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this one. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Looks like there's going to be a little bit of narrative to it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be on the fence about playing that one, but it does look pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, We got a new trailer for Spirit of the North 2. Sad game about foxes. Uh, The trailer for the finals uh, open beta. And then Ikaro Will Not Die. It's like a, um, I don't know what this one was. I watched the trailer and I was like, I don't know. It's fast. It's bright. There's lots of colors. And that's all I got from it. Yeah. So, yeah. What was your your favorite on this list? Seeing Alan Wake 2 was pretty cool because that changed my mind on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's not the favorite, Still Wakes, that one looked really cool too. I'm not really into that style of game though, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that one I will definitely check out, especially if it comes in like Game Pass or something like that. It definitely looked – it had a really cool uh, style and it looked um, – looks like a lot of fun um and in addition there has been some changes to the uh leadership over there at xbox since the um since the uh uh, the big acquisition took place so um sarah bond is being promoted to the xbox president leading all xbox platform and hardware work and matt booty (laughs) is now the president of game content and studios including overseeing bethesda and zenimax um, so yeah, there's a whole, like, um, Phil Spencer sent out an internal memo to the, all the, uh, Xbox employees and devs and stuff like that. And, um, it's a big long memo really going over the changes that are taking place. There's a ton of movement within the, the whole organization and what they have planned now that the acquisition is done. So definitely recommend going and checking out that, that whole, whole thing. If you're interested in that. Yeah. The second Matt booty messes up or changes his name to Matt ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smack that booty. 
All right, all you Twitch streamers, rejoice. You can now officially simulcast on any platform. This was uh, an announcement made at TwitchCon the other day. Uh, it's a move that will help streamers grow their viewership both on and off the platform. So, uh, yeah, get, get excited. You can be on, uh, I don't know, YouTube. Facebook. Yeah. Does Facebook still do that? I don't think they do anymore. They do. Right? Well, they I, do? I think you can do it. I don't know if it's like a big initiative, Facebook gaming, like they were trying to do. Yeah, that was a big thing for a while. I know Kick. Everybody loves that Kick. Kick is really just a bunch of like IRL, like streamers that are really toxic. That's my experience. Most of it. Yeah. But this is a, apparently like a kind of big move because Twitch has been sort of like the place to go for streamers, but mm-hmm. it's also been a little bit abusive to streamers. Yeah. And yeah, just like locking you out, telling you that if you're a, a Twitch, uh, what is it, partner? Mm-hmm. Um, that you're you're just not allowed to put that stuff up anywhere else for another 24 hours. But just like it, it's your content, right? You're the one creating the stuff that's fueling their site. Who are they to tell you this kind of stuff? And I think that's what's lost them a lot of business and grown these competitors. So yeah. uh, a good thing for Twitch to do. I think it's seen as pretty positive. And the CEO is talking about more positive changes to come. Right. So one thing to go along with that. So if you're um, streamers that have a Twitch exclusivity agreement, won't be able to simulcast, but everybody else will. And then if uh, partner streamers left for another service, they can now reapply for the partner program. Um, they, they also said um, there's a new feature for uh, they allow streamers to invite others on the screen. Uh, and it has a focus on streamer to streamer collaboration where it has streamed together. And it'll show like the combined viewership of all the streamers and uh, a bunch of stuff. Um, so, yeah, a lot of things that came out of TwitchCon. Uh, some exciting stuff for all for all you Twitch streamers. All right, and last up, something I was very excited to see when uh, when we got this uh, article here. Barbarian. You ever see this movie, Barbarian? Yes. What were your thoughts on it? Man, it, it's not what I expected. I mean, I don't want to give anything away, no, but there's yeah. like a, you know, a booby monster. Mm. That's pretty scary. <laughs> not like the Resident Evil one. A oh. different one, you know. You know, yeah. you know who I'm talking about? That that big booby booby. Oh, Resident the, Evil? the giantess yeah. woman. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I see. This is a different version. But yeah, dude, Barbarian, amazing horror film, and they just announced that they're going to be working on a horror adaptation video game. Of this, so not much information, but uh, the Div- Diversion Three Entertainment um, announced that it has entered in agreement with New Regency, the production company behind the the movie. Uh, there's no word on developer, publisher. A quote from executive producer of Diversion Entertainment. He said, we're very excited to work with the team at New Regency to expand on the settings, characters, and creatures of Barbarian. The film did a magnificent job of not only scaring audiences with its unexpected and horrifying twists and turns, but also in establishing strong characters thrown into terrifying situations. We look forward to exploring these themes further in the game. Now, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be a direct... And I don't know how you do a direct adaptation of this. Um, I don't know. I don't know what this game could be. It's not going to be like a Dead by Daylight type uh, asymmetrical horror game, right? I mean, I guess it mm. could. I, I think it could be. I don't know. I mean, I'd say if I were in their shoes, I'd want to pick an element from that movie and go with it, whether it's 
where you have flashbacks to like the 1950s. There's some interesting stuff you could do there. Yeah. Um, if it's just underground in the tunnels and stuff, yeah, you could do an asymmetrical horror in That's those tunnels true. and just expand that world. That's true. Yeah, you definitely could. I mean, yeah, below and and above to include yeah, the whole out city in the neighborhood. of Detroit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. All of Detroit is included in this game. But yeah, I don't know. Very, very early on that game. But, you know, while we're talking about it, it's, you know, Halloween time. Um, go watch Barbarian if you haven't seen it. It's a fantastic horror movie. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Skull and Bones was delayed. I did again. see that, dude. It delayed again. Um, I don't know what's going to I don't know. Dude. That yeah. game has been. And that's ten, all the time we need to spend on that. Just, ten years uh, ago, that game was announced. Yeah. Holy cow. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Um, all right. That's it for us here at Gaming News Weekly. Thanks so much for checking out this week's episode. Um, go go subscribe to the YouTube uh, Pop Culture Playground. That's where you'll find this show. Subscribe to Full Clips YouTube over there. Game Facts, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. And then check us out on Fruit Lab. It's a great website where you could earn uh, cryptocurrency from watching and, and posting video game clips. It's fantastic. Um, I'm E-Rock the Red over there. And full clip is full clip. It's that easy. Um, and then if you want to listen to the audio version of this show, anywhere podcasts are found, you can download and listen to this for your on-the-go listening pleasure. And then while you're at it, go check out our socials, Instagram, TikTok. Give us a subscribe there. Um, lots of uh, exciting daily content being uh, uh, popped up over there. Is that the, that's the, the word. Popping it up. All right. Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's go. Let's rock and roll. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week with more Gaming News Weekly.